Episode 166, Holy Underwear. Welcome back to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. I'm Tony DeLorenzo. And I'm Elisa DeLorenzo. And we are excited to have you here with us today. We've had a fantastic week and uh, we're excited to let you know what's happened since episode 165 when we talked about cuddle up. Before we get to that though, you can get in touch with us, 858-876-5663. We love getting those voicemails. Or if you want to get to us via email, info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Mm-hmm. And so in episode 165, we talked a lot about cuddling, specifically cuddling after sex and how mm-hmm. in our marriage that was practically non-existent. Right. Um, we'd gotten to a point where, you know, we enjoy sex. We're in the middle of it. That's great. But the minute it's over, it's like, bam, hop out of bed, get cleaned up, get back into bed. And so it, we tell you guys all the time that a lot of the reason the podcast come about is because it's stuff that we need to work on in our own marriage. And that's very much where episode 165 came from. And so this last week, we took our own advice. We started changing what we were doing in our bedroom to bring that cuddling, that physical touch intimacy back into the relationship. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to it, make sure you go back because we got some good feedback on that one Mm -hmm. from one um, one listener in response in the opening, we talked about oral sex and that's what, um, they respond to, but we got a lot of good feedback from other listeners on being able to cuddle up, mm-hmm. you know, and no matter what time frame they were in their marriage from early to older, how that is so important for them. And the reminder was really, really good. And, um, and so for us, this is what we ended up doing. On my part, I made it a I made it a point to go to bed naked. Made it a point. Now, granted, it is springtime weather here in San Diego. It's it's nicer. We're having, you know, sort of like the 70, 80 degree days here. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps. If this was the dead of winter and, and and we're wimps, we know we're wimps here in San Diego. If it's the dead of winter, it probably wouldn't be happening like that. But because we're in springtime, it's nice. That's what I decided to do. Now, for me, I can't sleep with my shoulders uncovered. It, it just, like I get too cold and so I can't do it. So I've got to have a t-shirt on. So I was just going to bed in my t-shirt and underwear. And it was one of those things where all of a sudden, you know, our legs are intermingled. And we're falling asleep in each other's arms again. There was something that was so awesome just being able to feel our skin on skin mm-hmm. like that again. And, you know, it even went so far as last night we had sex. Tony's day to initiate. I did not say no. We had a little negotiation there and, and he brought up some good points as far as what the days were going to look like later in the week. And so I said yes. And we were there. And after, you know, we're getting all cleaned up and stuff. And Tony's like, he asks me, you know, because typically I read after, you know, some people smoke after sex. I read after sex. And so I was like, do you want the lights on? And I said, yes, but it was because I was still getting dressed. I mean, not that I had a lot of clothes to put on, but, you know, that type of thing. And then I get up and I turn off the light. And, you know, in the darkness, I hear this, well, what are you doing? 
And I still can't believe that I said these words because of the way our cuddling has gone for the last, I don't know, probably 15 and a half years. But I said, you know what? We're just going to cuddle tonight. I'm not going to read. And that's what I did. I crawled into bed. I cuddled with my husband and I fell asleep. Yeah, it was awesome. So that's what happened in just a week's time for us. So think about what could happen to you if the two of you come together and just talk about it. What could you do? You know, again, we have a lock on our door. We make sure that door is locked. You know, if the kids, if either of the kids were to come knocking on the door, they would hear the hold on and Elise and I would get ready. They can wait. They're okay. Our kids are old enough that they can wait and we would get ready. But think about that. Think about that cuddling and how it could possibly make an impact Mm -hmm. in your marriage. That physical touch doesn't have to be sexual. Many of those nights we weren't having sex. Last week we've had sex twice. Right. So there's five, six nights that it was non-sexual touch. Right. I mean, it was just being able to have that skin on skin contact with each other. Mm -hmm. I want to welcome all our new listeners. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you who continue to share the One Extraordinary Marriage show. It is amazing how it is reaching all ends of this earth. And with 1,300 plus subscribers in iTunes now, it's all because of you. Mm. We're the number three marriage podcast in iTunes because of you. And if you find this show to be of use to you, that it has impacted your life in some way, somehow, can we ask you to go and rate it? Give it a one to five star rating. And if you have a little more time on your hands, can you go leave a review? Something in our kitchen. (laughs) Um, Leave a review. There's 65 reviews right now. And we would love to hear what you have to say about the show. It's, um, you guys just touch our lives so much. And, you know, we get these reviews and, and everyone is like a hug. And we, you know, we talk about that and we talk about the hugs that we receive. And before we go into all of the hugs, I do want to share this one post that was put up on Facebook, on our Mm -hmm. Facebook page at One Extraordinary Marriage. Well, it's at facebook.com slash One Extraordinary Marriage. See, he's the tech guy. I, I brag about him being the tech guy all the time. Uh, one of our fans on Facebook, Deb Bell, put this up. You know, we talk about what love is a lot on this show. And I want to share what Deb put up because you guys came out in droves when she posted this on the page. And just the outpouring of the community and the sense of love that that came from the community directed towards her and her husband Mm -hmm. blew us away. And this is what she said. Love is cruising along in life and taking each other for granted. And then a deer runs into us on the motorcycle. That was seven months ago. We are not fighting about cell phones or who left the cap off the toothpaste or about money. None of that is important. 19 days after he was taken off of life support and opened his eyes, I fell right back in love with him. After 30 years and a traumatic brain injury, a stroke, part of his brain was removed and not living at home for six months, both of us losing our jobs, we laugh so hard we cry. We pray together. I hold him when he cries and he holds me when he is sorry for screaming at me. 
I asked for the fruit of the Spirit, and God showed me love, joy, peace, and taught me patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, goodness, and I love with self-control. I am so very blessed. God gave me everything I needed in a really amazing way. We will never forget. Remember, God is good and to really love each other. Smile when you look into each other's eyes. What a powerful testimony to love and marriage and not giving up. I mean, here's a couple that's gone through crazy, miserable times. And she, the love that comes out of this message, it comes out of this post. And if you go on to the Facebook page, you'll see it's actually, she actually posted it with a picture of her husband. Mm-hmm. It was on Valentine's day and he's holding a picture of a heart that says, I love you. I love you, Deb. And just the look on his face, you can see the love mm. and, and they've been married for you know 30 years and have gone through all of this because they're working at it. They realize what's important. They've had almost everything taken away from them, and yet they laugh so hard they cry. And Deb, thank you for sharing this with the One community. Thank you for trusting all of us with your love story Mm -hmm. because it is a beautiful one, and I know it has blessed so many in the One family. And so we are just we're appreciative of you sharing that with all of us. Yeah. Sure are. And as we go here now, let's talk about those holy underwear. And this came about, um, it came about a couple weeks ago. I was just scrolling through some uh, Facebook, the home feed there. And I noticed one comment from one of my friends talking about how, you know, there was a picture or something of like a sock with holes in it. And she'd made mention of, Oh, it's time to get new socks. And I'm thinking, yeah, you know, you can go get some new socks. But it was a comment after that caught my attention, which was someone responded and goes, yeah, it's time for me to get some new underwear because mine are all holy. And you know what? It really sort of struck me that as a husband, that is like so unsexy. And I'm sure as a wife, it's the same way as Elisa will tell and share. It is so unsexy. And it, it just hit me like, wow, you know, they're underwear. But they can mean so much to how we feel and how we portray ourselves and the confidence we have in ourselves and the self-esteem we have in ourselves is very interesting how it can be tied to our undergarments. And, you know, I, I happen to like good underwear. Um, I like getting new underwear. This hasn't always been the case. And, you know, as Tony was alluding to, Tony used to have some really holy underwear. I mean, the, I, I'd fold them every week with the laundry and be like, why do we still have these things? And then I slowly said, you know what? We're not going to have these things anywhere. If I'm folding the laundry, they're going away. And I just, you know, like once a week, you know, one pair a week would suddenly disappear. I remember years ago. Uh Uh-oh. I remember. I know you guys can't see this, but he just, I just got the pointer finger across the laptops. I remember though. Mm. Silk 
pair of underwear. I, and I need to get some new silk underwear too because they are so comfy. I love them. Okay. But I remember having those and there was no kidding, like a massive hole as they were dying out, like right up in the crotch area. Yeah, I, how they even did anything. I remember because they were. I had a green pair and a blue pair. Sounds like you need some new underwear. Yep. And, and now we're... <laughs> Now we're in a situation where, you know, our son is getting old enough that he actually, or big enough that he actually fits into his father's underwear. And so Tony's underwear starts disappearing. Yes. Because he, you know, goes into our bedroom and takes it. Total side story. But the thing is, as we were talking about this topic, you know, Tony has shared those comments with me and I'm like, I don't get it. What's the deal? Like, I don't like to have yucky underwear. Mm. I don't. In fact, I used to have some what I affectionately refer to as my granny underwear. I mean, mm-hmm. they were just unattractive, you know, unattractive. You know, they were like, okay, when I was going for a run or something like that, and I just had these extra pairs. And I don't know how I got on Victoria's Secret free underwear deal, but like once a quarter, they send me a coupon for a free pair of underwear. And so as I started, you know, and I actually will buy their underwear anyhow because I like it. But what I realized was I like wearing good underwear. I like getting up in the morning and knowing that I'm putting on something that makes me feel attractive underneath my clothes because the only people that are going to see that underwear are me and Tony. Mm -hmm. I don't do it for anybody else. I do it because I think I'm worth it and I know he's worth it. And I have to share with you, I was at a, I was at a, party with some women and I don't, you know, you get a group of women together. You never know where the conversation's going to go, but these women were all talking about their underwear. And, you know, somehow we talk about like bra, you know, matching sets or, you know, the underwear versus the bras and things like that. And I'll never forget the consensus among these women was that the bra didn't matter. Like the pattern on the bra, how sexy the bra was, it didn't matter because their whole thing was when I go to the bathroom during the day, I get to see my underwear. And so if I'm wearing really good underwear, it's just like a little pick me up during the day that I am sexy underneath my clothes. And I remember when I first heard that, I thought, oh, that's kind of an interesting philosophy, you know, because you see all the matching sets and things like that. But then I realized, especially as this topic came up, there's a lot of validity to that. Because so many of us are putting up barriers in our marriage. We're putting up barriers in our own personal lives and it manifests itself in something as simple as holy underwear. Mm-hmm. Because what that holy underwear says is, I'm not important enough to go out and wear something that doesn't have holes in it. I don't value myself. Now, granted, it doesn't, you may be thinking, well, none of my underwear have holes in them. They're all fine. Well, how about those underwear where guys, you know, the waistband is like all stretched out. It's all just like mangled looking, you know, gals. It's the the underwear where, yeah, there may not be any hold, but they're all like frayed. Maybe there there's some, you know, seams that are starting to come apart. So we're, we're talking about, and we're not saying that every single pair you have has to be this wonderfully piece, you know. But at the same time, do you have those pieces of underwear that just make you feel really good you know do you value yourself because what we do wear underneath as much as we'd like to say it doesn't impact us 
it does. There's a part of us that sort of goes, man, I'm better than this. Why, why, why am I not wearing something to show that to my spouse? And again, this is the cool part about your underwear. The only person who's seen it is your spouse. You know, so think of it in that terms. Like what, when I'm taking off, what's my, what's my spouse seeing? Because what does that say about your relationship? Right. You know, when I, I mean. And we've been in those places where we didn't care. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we've been there. We, we didn't care enough about ourselves, about each other, that that mattered. Now, it does. For me personally, I mean, I have the Adidas, I don't know, sport. It's like a Lycra. Yeah, I forget what they are. something. I love them. Those are just, they're great. They fit on me well. I like the way they feel. And I like the way I look in them. And I would think that Elisa does as well. I do. He looks huh? good in them. You know, and for, you know, for me personally, they hold everything because they are the Lycra. So they're not like a baggy boxer. And, you know, I just think it accentuates what he's got. And so that's, that is a turn on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on you. my, you're welcome. And on my side of things, you know, I've worn underwear across the spectrum and all the different styles. And I, you know, ladies, I'm not saying that you have to shop at Victoria's Secret for your underwear. I mean, I've bought the packs of Hanes and, you know, Fruit of the Loom and all that type of stuff because they have some really cute styles. You don't have to spend a fortune on your undergarments. But when you make the conscious decision that you're going to wear something that you feel attractive in. Now that may be a bikini style. That may be a thong style. That may be a boy short. I, I, I don't know what you feel sexy in. I know what I feel sexy in. I'm partial to V strings. I like them. It works for me. And, but all of my V strings have fun little designs on them. You know, I like patterned underwear. Now don't get me wrong. I've got my two pair of nude you know, underwear so that when I wear white, I've, I'm covered. But usually when I'm wearing the white, I've got something sexy on the outside. So Tony's getting the eye candy, whichever way we go. But I know at the end of the day, when he and I are in our bedroom and I'm taking off my clothes and I know he's watching me because that's the way it works in our family. I know he's enjoying what he sees. And part of that is because I've made a conscious decision that I'm going to either get dressed up for him to go out during the day or I'm going to get undressed for him at the end of the day and make sure that whatever I'm wearing is appealing to him because I think he's worth it. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, this is such a little way to change the tone of your marriage. But it's a way that can you can do quickly. I mean, it's not hard to go out and buy new underwear that doesn't have holes in it. Your local department store, your local, you know, I mean, you can find underwear pretty much everywhere. Your mall, you know, order it online at Amazon, wherever you go. But it's, it's going to change what happens in between your ears. It's going to change your head because you're going to say, you know what? I got a treat underneath here. And ladies, I will tell you, if you call up your husband during the day and say, I've got sexy new underwear on, 
Or text him. Or text him. He will not be late for work that night. Coming home, he will not be late for dinner. And he's definitely going to be looking forward to dessert. Because that's you. Mm. Because you have just totally tantalized him with the idea that he's got something to look forward to. And what did you do? It's a six, eight, ten dollar pair of underwear. Easy fix. Easy solution. And it lets him know that he's important. And during the day when you're going to the bathroom and you're like, ooh, good underwear. It's an automatic mood booster. And you know, it's, it's better than drugs. No mind altering, physical altering, anything. It's all mental. It says, I'm important. He's important. We're going to do something about this tonight because I've got the sexy underwear on. Mm -hmm. So definitely when it's your day to take the lead, wear the sexy underwear or don't wear anything at all. But if, if you are wearing something, wear the sexy underwear. Right. And we got a couple of tips for you on how you're going to be able to do this. But before we get there, we got another, another hug from a listener. And this listener says, I'm engaged and getting married in September. And for the last few weeks, I've been listening to a podcast a night. I feel like I've learned so much about marriage and hope. I will remember these lessons. But I know that when tough times come, and they will, yes, they will, that I have a resource here to turn to. Things can be fixed and worked on. And it's a process. Thank you so much for all you do. We love you guys. We love you engaged folks and you single folks. It's amazing how many of you reach out to us. Mm-hmm. And we are just thankful that we can be a resource for you. Because you know what? We didn't have this kind of learning when we were getting married. And it would have helped us a ton to be able to hear what marriage is about. Because it isn't all a bed of roses. You know, today we're talking about holy underwear, right? It's a simple fix. But a lot of us, do we really think about that? Do you think about that? I mean, do you think about, hey, this really is impacting my marriage in some way, somehow? Some of you may be going, nah, it can't be. Go ask your spouse. Go see what they say. You know? See, we're going to challenge you guys because we know little things, even as small as our underwear, can make a difference. So what can you do, right? What can you do to get out of those holy underwear? Here's what I suggest. One, you go through your your underwear drawer or box or wherever you have your underwear and you look at those things. Guys, this means you too. I've had to do this. You look at those things and you determine, is it worth holding on to? If there's a hole in it somewhere or if they're if they're just not looking good, Send and you them. know, yes, you know, if, if you even way. have to hesitate on a pair, it's out the door. Send them on their way. You may not have enough underwear now at this point in time in your drawer. So what does that mean? That means you're going to have to go pick some up. Guys, I'm going to tell you, this is from a husband standpoint. Go to Kohl's, go somewhere, Nordstrom Rack, go to Walmart, Walmart. Where, wherever you shop. Go pick them out yourself. Honestly, go. Don't let your wife do it for you. I did that for many years. And I get it because we're lazy and I was lazy. 
But you know what? There was something that was sort of empowering for me when I finally sort of said, you know what? I'm going to go to Kohl's and I'm going to go look at some underwear that I want to wear that feel good for me, that make me feel sexy underneath. And that's when I picked up those Adidas ones that I I, I do love. I forget what they're called. I'm, but I, I'm sure we'll, we can find them. Yeah, but I, I, I enjoy those. So guys, go do it. Gals, I know you do this. I know you guys are shopping. And some of you may not be. Some of you may be sitting there going, Ugh, you know, the money's tight right now. I'm going to say something. How long do your underwear last? I mean, mine typically lasts a good year or more. You know, so the investment, if you take it over a course of 12 months, what does that come out to? And that's a really small amount when you think about you're probably wearing that pair one time a week, two times a week, you know? So really think about that. I'm not telling you that you got to go out there and buy a $30 pair of underwear here. You know? So just, just think about that. But the first step is go through that drawer. Really consciously just go, it's done. Get it out. Heck, do that with, your, do that with clothing that you haven't worn in a while as well. Got holy t-shirts and stuff that's just, they're just not looking good. Get rid of them all. But we're not going to go into everything else. We're talking about we're talking about underwear today. And, and you know, do it. Do your own underwear. Don't go through your spouse's underwear. You know, this this is one of those things that you need to man up or woman up and do your own. I agree. You know, because in most marriages, and I know some of you, you know, we get the role reversal mar- uh, emails all the time. But in most cases, yeah, the woman's going to be the one to go through the underwear, just like I did with Tony's. She's going to be the one to shop for the underwear just like I used to do for Tony. And so it's all about, it was all about me. I I was completely dictating his undergarments, whether he had them, whether they were, you know, the kind that he liked or not. And that was all me. Mm -hmm. And so it was great when he went out and he bought his own and he comes back and he's like, what do you think of these? And I was like, I love them. But I would have never picked those out myself. I would have gone and bought him the cotton ones and that would have been it. And, you know, till they wear out. Now, the one thing I will say is that, ladies, it is nice every once in a while to have our husbands bring us home lingerie and underwear. It, it's, it's a nice little sexy pick-me-up. So, guys, don't be afraid every once in a while to just surprise her with a little goodie bag that has something mm. sexy in it. it. It's okay. And, ladies, you just say thank you. And if you're worried that he's not going to know what size, just let him know what size you are. I'll never forget the first time Tony bought me underwear and it was too small. And um, did I wear it? Absolutely. Did, was it? A, it was tight. You know, he bought me like an extra small. I was flattered that he thought it was an extra small, but it was. No, I thought you took those back. No, I wore. Okay, I wore. Um, you know, I mean, that was just his perception of me that I was this super small, and at that point in time, I was even you know twenty five pounds heavier than I am now. So you know, he was just he was being sweet. Um. But I love that he did it for me. And you know, ultimately what this comes down to, folks, is that you are important. And, and there's so much in the media and there's so much on TV and news and things about self-care and how you've got to take time for yourself and you've got to do for yourself and don't put yourself at the bottom of the list. This is such a simple way 
to do that for yourself. And yes, we've spent a lot of time talking about underwear today. Mm-hmm. And you might think, I, I really don't know that underwear is that important. Like Tony said, I'm going to challenge you this week to think about your underwear. Think about it when you get dressed. And the reason I want you to think about it when you get dressed is because at the end of the day, you're going to be undressing somewhere in the vicinity of your husband or wife. So think about in the morning what they're going to see at night. Think about what it tells them about their worth, about the worth of your relationship, and about the relationship that you want to create moving forward. Because see, we spend so much time in our lives reacting to life and just going through the motions day by day. That's why we have holy underwear. It's just comfortable. We do it over and over again. We don't even think about it. It's all reactionary. I'm going to challenge you. We're going to challenge you in this next week to create something extraordinary. And you just are starting with your underwear. That's what you're starting with. You know, you, you're going to, for those of you that, you know, Tuesday morning, the minute this podcast goes up, you're downloading it so you can listen to us on the way to work. Some of you will have lunch breaks on Tuesday and you'll be able to go shop for underwear. It's spring, spring cleaning time. Get those holy underwear out. Do it. Do it. Now, before we wrap up today, there is, um, there's one more hug that I want to read. Um, you guys are just, I got to tell you, the hugs, when we, when we started instituting the hugs, they started coming out of the woodwork, and I mm-hmm. love it. This one says, just discovered you yesterday, and I'm already hooked on your podcast. Um, she shared a little bit with us. They are um, soon to be engaged. They're going to be a blended family. And she said, it gets so complicated the second time around, but this is the life God has given us. We want to make the most of it. We've learned so much by going through such heartache. We feel so blessed to have found each other. I tell all my married friends, go love your husband. Make it amazing. The grass is not greener on the other side. I could go on and on, but I'll save that for another time. I'm so glad I found your Facebook page, website, and podcasts. This is exactly what we need. I feel like we were on the right track, totally doing the God, spouse, kids, job, life thing this time around. That's straight out of the first chapter of Stripped Down uh, from the top down. She says, this is our second and last marriage. What a mind shift. Mm-hmm. To just say, you know what? We're not doing this again. Take care and thanks for all you do. You are a blessing to so many and we'll never know the wonderful things you've done for others. Keep up the good work in his name. And uh, so appreciative of the fact and so encouraged actually by the fact that they are, they are working on this new relationship and this you know, soon to be new marriage prior to getting into it. Mm-hmm. Prior to saying I do, they are, they're getting their ducks in a row. They are having the conversations. They are finding those resources so that this second marriage is the last marriage for them. And that, that's what we want. We want you guys to have the resources. And just as a side note to that, we did do an episode on blended families. It's episode 142. Mm-hmm. And so for those of you that are in blended families, are soon to be in blended families, uh, you might want to take a listen to episode 142 and um, you know, share your thoughts yeah. with what's going on in your relationship and um, your unique situation. Right. And 
Heck, we've come across tons of blended families since that show came out and, and prior to it that are just striving. I mean, they are just, they are thriving in all areas. So it, it can, and it does happen. You know, the, the cool thing is, is that you commit to each other. Mm-hmm. You're first, you're second, you're third, right? There, there comes that shift where you guys go, this is it. We're, we're going to make this work. And a lot of it, folks, Elisa said it earlier, it starts between your ears. That's what you're doing and what you're thinking and who you're looking towards to give you that strength, right? Because it took a mind shift for us to make change in our marriage. And it took his strength to help us each and every way. And as you do that, and as you go through your drawer this week, and you start looking at those holy underwear, and you start going, you know what? This is, and this has been making an impact on how I view myself, how I view my marriage, how I view my husband, and I'm going to make a change. That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. You got to take a step forward. Got to be willing to get in that drawer and take out the old and replace it with new stuff that makes you feel good. And it happens up there in your brain. And it starts with a simple step. It's a simple, it's a simple step. And we're just getting ready to close out. But there's one thing that I just want to say. I've started a women's mentorship program that I would love for you all to at least just take a look at. I know Tony's going to put a link here uh, Mm -hmm. in the show notes to the create your life blueprint. There's a, it's actually a video that you can take a look at. It's six ways to take off your cape and still soar. And for all of you that either are a superwoman or know a superwoman and guys don't tune me out here because you either are married to one or you've got one in your family. Share this video with them. It's, it's something that I struggled with and I, I consider myself a recovering superwoman. But watching this video is just like changing out the underwear in your underwear box. It's one step to make a difference in your relationship and in your mindset. And that's, that's what you got to do, guys. It, it's not so much the activity around you. It's changing what's going on between your ears. It's why you listen to the show. It's why you come back every week because what we do is we work on what's going on up there. And that's what create your life blueprint is also going to do for this busy superwoman in your life. Who's tired of wearing that Cape and trying to soar and juggle all the balls in the air. And so I hope that you'll go to that website, take a look at the video and let me know what you think. Uh, Those of you in the one community, you've been our sounding board. You've been our encouragement. You've been critical when you need to be critical and uh, have put us in our place once or twice. Uh, And we appreciate that because something better always comes of that. So go to createyourlifeblueprint.com. Click through, watch that video and let me know what you think. I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Yeah. All right, you guys. It's, It's been a fun one. It's a different one. Probably something you wouldn't hear on a normal day-to-day talk show. But think about it. Talk about it. Grab your spouse, right? This opens up conversation that may be unlike anything you've discussed, right? Many of you talk about work 
kids, activities that you got to be running around. Change it up. Talk about this with them. Ask them, what do they think? How do they feel? And make it happen. Maybe you got to put it into your cash flow plan. Make it happen. You know, maybe you can sell something on eBay, Craigslist, do a garage sale. It's spring. Let's get rid of some of that old stuff. Let's, let's get something new that can really impact you, but nobody else would know. Mm. And that's sometimes one of the coolest things when we can put something on that nobody has a clue about, but it really just makes a difference for us. Don't need to share it on Facebook. Don't need to share it on Twitter. doesn't need to be shared with anybody else but our spouse. So that's something to really think about this week. We want to hear from you. So you can call us 858-876-5663. Or you can email us directly. We want to know about those holy underwear and how you're getting rid of them at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Do know, folks, no matter if you call us or you email us, you are protected because everything is anonymous. So do not be afraid to just let us know what's going on. And if you don't want us to share it, we've had a number of you just go, hey, please just don't share this at all. Mm -hmm. And that is totally okay because we can read what's happening. We'll respond. And most importantly, we'll pray for you each and every night. Absolutely. So folks, you have yourselves a fantastic week. We love you. And we'll catch you next week.